0: Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast.
1: Whether it's oh or I would say other fields of study, to have a National Certification Board recognition, you know, I think signals an individual's professional commitment to that particular career, signals not only to them but to their employer that they have the requisite experience, education required of that particular designation.
0: No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues.
1: And in the case of both the CRSP and the CRSP designation, they'll also come with a code of ethics. So for the individual, I think you know, those things spell or at least highlight their commitment to the profession.
0: Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about certifications and it's something that we've done in at least one of the past episodes and we're going to do it again today because I have joining me over uh, Apple FaceTime Audio today, actually, His name is Paul Andre, and he's the chair of the governing board of the BCRSP, otherwise known as the Board of Canadian Registered Safety Professionals. Thanks for joining me, Paul. My pleasure. Now, Paul, we are going to talk about some specific certifications, but before we do, tell me about the work that the BCRSP does.
1: Yeah, so essentially the, the mandate of BCRSP is to certify occupational health and safety professionals. Currently, that's the CRSP designation, getting Registered Safety Professional Designations, and the organization sets the standard for that certification.
0: Okay, so I think a lot of our listeners would be familiar with the CRSP certification, but there's a new certification on the horizon as well. Tell me about this.
1: Yeah. So the CRST, so the Certified Registered Safety Technician. So this is a new certification scheme that we're introducing and really uh, rooted in a couple different areas in terms of why we're introducing it. Uh, One, we're making some changes to the CRSP in terms of education requirements and experience requirements. And two, a lot of jurisdictions that we work closely with, the U.S. is a good example, have established multi-tier certification schemes. So Uh, Technician certification level aligns well with the work that's occurring elsewhere and aligns well where we're going in terms of keeping pace with that work.
0: Okay then, so is the BCRSP certification, the P being professional, is that the higher level certification, just to confirm?
1: That's right, that's right. So this, uh, the CRST will be an entry level, technician level certification.
0: Okay, so tell us about the, uh, the pathways to obtaining this certification.
1: Yeah, so there's there's a number of different pathways to get to the new certification. So, pathway A is formal education requirement is to have one year OHS certificate from a recognized educational institution. And the second part of that, in terms of technical practice, is to have one year of OHS experience. So, again, so one year OHS certificate and one year work experience. So, that's the first pathway the second pathway has a formal education requirement so you could have successfully completed a 2-year non-occupational health and safety education program from a recognized educational institution so that's you know typically from a community college or university or you're qualified as a journeyman status in a trade so, that along with uh, technical development, so you've completed some professional development courses related to the nine areas of competencies before submitting that application, and you have again one year of OHS experience. The final pathway is a transition pathway for those that have formal education requirements. So, graduates from an approved Two year OHS program, so a minimum of 900 hours, are eligible to write the technician certification the examination immediately upon graduation. So that allows those that are in an educational stream for an OHS career to move directly to challenge the exam for uh, the technician level certification.
0: Okay, and then uh, briefly, what's involved in obtaining the CRSP certification?
1: Very similar in terms of what well, one must do, so application, but in terms of prerequisites, it requires, uh, it's currently three years of OHNS experience. As of July 1st, 2018, that will move to four years OHNS experience. And similar in terms of education levels, currently one-year program, an oh program, is moving to a two-year OHS program for July first, twenty eighteen.
0: Okay, got it. Now, Paul, I know that certifications can be a lot of work to obtain. So, uh, you know, just for the benefit of our of our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about how you feel that uh, that these sorts of certifications actually enhance the careers of individuals?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think. Uh, you know, whether it's oh or I would say other fields of study to have a national certification board recognition, you know, I think signals an individual's professional commitment to that particular career signals not only to them, but to their employer that they have the requisite experience, education required of that particular designation and that they've successfully challenged an exam. And in the case of both the CRSP and the CRST designation, they'll also come with a code of ethics. So for the individual, I think you know those things spell or at least highlight their commitment to the profession.
0: Now, Paul, what about, uh, what about employers? Tell me about how uh, certification of health and safety people would benefit the employers.
1: Particularly in the case for the occupational health and safety profession, you know, you don't require a mandatory license to be able to practice. So from an employer's perspective, in terms of pre-screening individuals for employment positions, they'll know that they've met academic experience examination requirements that came with that particular certification. I think, you know, on top of that creates a positive public image in terms of how they're managing occupational health and safety Putting individuals into the role that have the necessary experience
0: and background to be able to,
1: uh, to manage those roles.
0: Okay, so it's it's kind of about validation, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. I think you know, like other uh, designations, uh, the CRSP and the CRST. You know, we'll have an ongoing continuing professional development requirement, so you know that the profession is is keeping up to date with what's happening within the profession. And as I mentioned earlier, these individuals annually commit to a code of ethics. So I think whenever you hire someone with uh, the appropriate designation, again, you know what you're getting in terms of, of knowledge, in terms of education, in terms of
0: experience makes absolute sense. Okay, so of course the CRSP designation has been around for some time, and as you mentioned, there are going to be some changes coming up shortly. The CRST designation is the new designation. Now, when will this be happening, and how should people prepare?
1: In terms of timing, we're looking at accepting initial applications mid-2018, so about the same time that the CRSP changes occur in terms of eligibility requirements there. We anticipate the first examination sitting will be administered in early 2019. So in terms of Keeping up to date, uh, my suggestion would be to take a look at the BCRSP website. There is some information available for download now. So the blueprint eligibility criteria, which we spoke to earlier, is up there. A mailing list to receive more information as it becomes available.
0: Okay, terrific. So uh, just to be clear, for people who want more information, they can go to the BCRSP website. I believe that's bcrsp.ca, is that correct? That's correct. Splendid. Well, thank you very much for joining us today and uh, filling us in on all of this new information from the, uh, the Board of Canadian Registered Safety Professionals. Really appreciate your time, Paul.
1: That was my pleasure.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us for free on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a rating or review. It helps others find us. And hey, be sure to tell your friends and colleagues who can benefit from our podcast. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Stimulant Media Productions. You can learn more about us at stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.